Okay, so let's talk websites. You still need a website in 2021, and if your website is not effective and converting, then you need to hear this episode because we're going to talk about seven essential things to consider when building your small business website. That's coming up. Welcome to the Bite Size Marketing Hack Podcast, where you get the confidence to hack your marketing five minutes at a time. Welcome back to the Bite Size Marketing Hack Podcast, where as always, we help you cut through the digital noise, of which there is a lot out there in 2021, a lot of uncertainty, a lot of crazy things happening at every level in our lives, right? And you need a guide to help you navigate all of that and help you connect with the right people for your business, not just anyone, but the one that's going to help your business succeed, the client that you're looking for. That's where this podcast comes in. And today, we're going to talk about websites. When you are wanting to connect with your people, and that's really what marketing is all about, is connecting with your people, you don't own the real estate on any social media uh, platforms that you might be using to connect with them. They can change the algorithm at any time, and that's one of the things that we have seen in 2020 is that they have, and they can, and they will. And so the only real estate you own online is your website. You need an effective website, and not just to communicate brand authority that you have it, which that is important, but also that you can actually have a website that connects with the right people and converts for you. So today we're going to talk about seven essential things to consider when building your small business website. Here's the question. Are you in the process of creating a new website for your small business or have you set it and forget it? Have you created that website and it's just sitting there and you haven't touched it in a year or two or three? Well, you need to check to make sure you've got all your bases covered to ensure that your site is a success. So today we're going to talk about key considerations to building that small business website from scratch, but then also for those of you who've got a website to revisit and touch up and make sure that your website is doing what you need it to do for your business. So quick summary, we're gonna talk about your target audience, inspiration for site, uh, mobile friendliness, flexibility, security, and then an interesting one at the end, color psychology, so stick around for that. We're gonna hit these in a highlight reel today, but as always in these podcast episodes, this is something that I do in serving clients, and especially building websites that convert, have a good track record of that, seeing websites that get within the first week of launch more conversions than they've experienced in the last year. That's been a consistent track record for my business. And so if you hear this and you say, hey, this is what I need to do, but I don't want to do this myself, that's where we come in and we can help you get a website launched out that will actually convert for your business. So Enough about that. Let's talk about you as you build that website. If you're not wanting to to uh, to delegate that out, if you if you have the time, if you have the resources, and you want to do it yourself, some people do. Uh, let's talk about what to consider. So a huge part of web design is making it look good, of course. Aesthetics. We all think of that first, right? But there's a lot more going on underneath the hood. And if you just make even a good-looking website, you can miss out on a lot of key things that can actually make this website perform for you. Number one, your target audience. People create websites for their target audience. And whoever they are, they must find the websites they're accessing to be fast, easy to use, and navigate, and effective at communicating the message. Part of this is about making this website aesthetically pleasing, as we talked about, but a lot of that is about helping to build this website in such a way that your target user knows that you understand their problem and that you're the guide to help them find that solution. Even the way that I frame up our podcast, every episode has a talk about being the guide to help you navigate uncertainty. Your website should be a way in which users land on it 
and they know that you are the guide to help them to tackle their problem, their challenge in life, inconvenience, uh, their need with a specific product or a service. So if you're a dog walker and you've got a dog walking service, then they should be really clear that they don't have time to walk their dog and that uh, they need to make sure that their dog is getting exercised. Their dog is not going to be in good health if they don't have somebody helping them with that and that you are here to help them walk that dog. And here's the way that that's worked out really well with these other clients and you build that brand authority. So really your website, number one, should speak to your target audience, that you understand their challenge and that you're the guide to help them with that through your product or your service. So that's number one. Number two, inspiration. So I don't know how many times I've sat down with a client and I've begun to ask them as I'm helping them build their website for a specific example of what they're looking for. Sometimes people have it and sometimes people don't. And oftentimes when people don't, it's clear to me that they don't really have clarity on what they're looking for. So as you're considering either building your website from scratch or reaching out to somebody to build it for you, Gather a few example websites. We don't have to start from scratch on everything, and we can actually learn a lot from what other people are doing. So get inspiration from other people in your field, find top competitors, and learn from what they're doing so that you can take the best of that and make a better website. All right, number three, mobile friendliness or nothing. In a world where the mobile user population is growing astronomically, and believe me it is, and Google's mobile first index exists, which it does, mobile friendliness should be a priority for web designers and their clients alike. So if you are building your own website, you're getting started out, you don't have any dollars to put towards this, and you build that website but it's not mobile friendly, you might actually have been done better in not building a website in the first place or investing some money to make sure that you do that right from the start because mobile friendliness will hurt your SEO score. It'll hurt your search engine optimization. It'll just hurt uh, your user experience and that can hurt your brand. So make sure that you build a user or a mobile friendly website. All right. Number four, flexibility. Design is a, a good website is not a fire and forget thing. It's not a set it and forget thing. It must be prepped for constant change from adding fresh content to small tweaks to complete redesign in the future. So web design is an ongoing process. So when you build this website, you wanna build it in such a way and on a platform that is flexible. I build websites for clients and I can uh, consistently use platforms that allow them to come along after I'm done and to make edits, make changes, and make sure that that website continues to meet their ongoing needs, uh, which I may or may not be around to help them with. So I make sure to set them up for success in that. You want to do that yourself as you're building your website. Make sure to build it in a flexible way. Don't back yourself into a design corner. All right, so number five. Security. Security is a primary concern, especially if you're if you're designing an e-commerce site. Your customers should feel safe and secure with their financial trans transactions on the site. So take steps like getting an SSL certificate from a certificate authority to keep information secure. Make sure that your website communicates and conveys that security to your uh, customer, but also it actually functions in a way that is secure. So uh, you're going to take that into consideration as you're building the site. All right, so this one's fun, and I, and I was excited to jump into this one of color psychology. So take time to read about color psychology, which in marketing and branding focuses on the way hues impact a consumer's decision to trust and purchase the products or services of a brand. So I think that is so interesting that 
color actually affects the way that we buy. If you've never taken time to look into this, as you're building your site, make sure to understand your target user, what their needs are, what they're, uh, what, what they're looking for, what the demographics are around that target user, and if they're older, if they're younger, if they are a higher economic level. All of these things are going to impact the colors you choose. If you choose something that's bright and poppy and uh, that, can, that can communicate something that's more risky, if you're targeting an older uh, population, then that might not actually be what they're looking for. They're looking for something safe and stable and secure. If you look at banks as an example, the colors that they use and the way that they design their websites can often feel boring. But there's a reason for that because it in that boring design, it communicates stability and security. And that's really what we want from our bank. We don't want a bank that is uh, cutting edge and all these poppy colors that makes us feel like, can I really trust my money with this bank? So you want to look into some color psychology as you are choosing the colors for your website. So that's an interesting one. And I told you I'd do that last, but I'm going to end with SEO friendliness on this episode. So SEO, if you've never heard the word, uh, you probably shouldn't be designing your own site, but if you want to take a stab at it, SEO stands for search engine optimization. And if you care about ranking well in search results, then your website must be SEO friendly. Some steps you can take to ensure SEO friendliness include making it viewable on all browsers, optimizing images, sizes and types and uh, tags, and then integrating social media into your web design. Make sure you do all of those things so that your website is set up for success from launch, or if you're going back, you can start now to begin to build on where you've what you've already done on your website for SEO friendliness and make sure that people actually see your website after you put all that hard work into it. So I hope those are helpful as a launch point into you thinking through what it's gonna take to build an effective small business website for your brand in 2021. And hey, if it is, please leave a comment, a review, or uh, rate our podcast on whatever podcast platform you listen to it so that we can get some feedback from you and continue to improve this podcast and get ideas for future episodes. What do you want to hear about when it comes to building your website? We'd love to tackle that topic, and we will do that in a future episode. So I think that's it for today. Uh, Be blessed, and I will see you guys next time. Thanks for joining us. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And visit us at bitesizemarketinghacks.com for more resources and episodes that will help you hack your marketing five minutes at a time.